Welcome to McKnight's Long-Term Care Newsmakers Podcast, where we share the latest information and views from industry leaders. Welcome to another McKnight's Newsmaker Podcast. I think you're really going to like this one because I have a very special guest here at the NIC Spring 2023 meeting. We're going to be talking with Bill Kaufman, the senior principal at NIC and an expert on skilled nursing investment matters. Now, Bill, I want to jump right in. How do you see the capital markets right now with regard to the lending environment for skilled nursing? Yeah, so the lending market right now, I think, is certainly comparable to other commercial real estate investments. Um, Certainly, as we all know, in 2022, uh, uh, interest rates skyrocketed. Um, With the Federal Reserve, they continue to increase rates. And likely in 2023, if inflation doesn't come under control, they're going to continue to increase rates. Um, And that's putting some pressure on skilled nursing operators, owner-operators in the investment field, that when they're bringing in capital, if they locked in an interest rate years ago, they're in pretty good shape when it comes to interest rate environment. But if you had a floating rate debt uh, loan, then you might be in some, some, a painful problem right now. And, and, and as far as we know, they're going to keep hiking rates, at least for a little while, it seems everybody agrees, right? Right. I would agree with that as well. Absolutely. Okay. Now, another factor I think that uh, you told me about was that the stimulus funds are going to be going away if they haven't faded away already. That could apply a little bit more pressure on providers? Yeah, I I would say, you know, on the balance sheet, as we all know, um, skilled nursing operators certainly got stimulus funds through COVID, uh, rightly so, to to help uh, through that crisis. And some operators are certainly spending those funds down. Um, and when those funds are spent down completely, which some of them have, and maybe there's some still on the balance sheet, um, if your occupancy didn't bounce back to where your cash flow even, um, or hopefully cash flow positive, then you're going to have an issue as well. And I think the combination that we have, um, you know, and, and again, in the skilled nursing industry, you're going to have a spectrum, right? You're going to have good operators, you're going to have not so good operators, and maybe, you know, on the opposite of the spectrum, the operators that are really in trouble. So when that's coming to fruition right now with those funds being spent down, um, the question is going to be, how long does it take to shake out? And I think um, going back to the capital markets question, banks, um, you know, have been lenient through this crisis period. Um, And again, right, we're still in a public health emergency, technically. Um, so at some point, and there's chatter that that's happening now, um, there's going to have to be movement there in terms of, you know, we have to get current on your debt payments or we're going to have to take some action. And I think that's uh, a lot of what's being discussed right so now. So I, I find that interesting, though. I've heard some chatter, like you say. The word was, or it seemed that banks were a little bit extra lenient, you say, during the pandemic. Uh, do you think that's true? Well, I think... Um, from the perspective of forbearance uh, and the perspective of all the stimulus funds that went through, I think um, the banks, you know, had a somewhat easier time being lenient, especially from the regulatory perspective. I think from the regulatory perspective now, from what we hear, is that, um, you know, there's a completely different situation. Many of the banks have um, significant losses because of fixed income that they have on their on their books. And when the interest rates skyrocketed in 2022, 
there's a massive loss on the balance sheet. So the whole banking industry is in a completely different situation. So when that starts to happen, things have to start tightening up, right, for you, because you have capital ratios you have to meet from the regulatory perspective. Um, so then it kind of goes across all industries. It's not just skilled nursing. We're talking about all commercial assets and, and quite frankly, any kind of industry, even not commercial real estate, there's going to be a tightening up there from that perspective. Well, and I was, I was going to draw the parallel that I was going to comment first, say things are getting real, quote unquote, as the, as the vernacular would be. But it's also getting back to the new normal or almost pre-pandemic conditions. And we're finding that uh, providers are realizing that with regard to regulatory matters, with healthcare, you know, they're not getting these waivers from CMS. They're going away. Uh, they're being told you're going to have to meet these standards without extra waivers or stimulus funds. So I did want to bring that up. We're looking at something like the three-day waiver could be going away. That could have an impact uh, as well on, on operations and just uh, valuations, perhaps, on, on, on how providers react. Is that not true? I think so. From the public health emergency, when that goes away, the three-day waiver, I think, has been a positive, absolutely. If you're looking at the pros and the cons, mm-hmm. if that's a check in the, in the pros from that perspective. I think it's, it's helped out significantly, especially when we've had these uh, spikes historically with, with coronavirus, which hopefully we're, we're kind of done with that now. Um, but when that was happening, it was absolutely a, a positive because the patients could shift from Medicaid to Medicare instead of going back to the hospital. Um, and of course, you get additional reimbursement, et cetera. Um, but again, you still had staffing challenges, right? So it wasn't kind of a, a, a nice big check in that positive box, right? You right. still had other, other challenges. So I think when that goes away, the question is, to your point, getting back to kind of a normalized operational environment. Um, if, if you can really call it that, right? Because well, we always is, have different is, challenges, right? <laughs> With skilled nursing. So that's right. What is the new normal going to look like? That's right. what everybody keeps asking, right? Absolutely. And I think that's a, that's a big question mark. And, and especially, you know, when we talk about uh, budgetary constraints at the state levels, I think another part of that uh, equation was that the, the states certainly have coffers that filled up because of stimulus funds as well. And many states have increased Medicaid rates, so the question is, okay, those Medicaid rates, are they going to be permanent? And even if they are permanent, are they really permanent? And how long can that really be in play when you actually, on the other side of the ledger, you do have a significant budgetary constraint when you're talking about aging demographics and you're talking about pension liabilities, et cetera. And oh, by the way, we haven't really had a recession, right, uh, without massive stimulus funds. So is that is inflation going to be that challenge that sticks around and and maybe the Fed can't really come to the rescue as much this time. I think that's also a question mark. And, and we've already seen some of those states that were successful with getting first-time Medicaid increases, perhaps, and in maybe as long as a decade. They're already saying, hey, we need more, or their workers' unions are saying, we want a big piece of that. So there's a lot of unknowns out there, aren't there? Absolutely. Okay. I'd like to shift a little bit into the issue of bed pricing. This has been something that is uh, actually, I think, I don't know if I've heard you, but certainly other colleagues say it, it's incomprehensible in some ways. Uh, what do you make of the recent history of bed pricing? Where do you think it might be going? Yeah, I think, um, you know, to put it in context, um, you know, from my perspective is, is when you look back to 2020, when coronavirus hit, um, right, we had massive panic and tons of stimulus came in. And then for that next 12, 24 months, really all asset prices 
skyrocketed, right? All commercial real estate did, the stock market, uh, residential housing did as well. And, and guess what? So did skilled nursing pricing um, and a 0% interest rate and, you know, the stretch for yield, et cetera, and tons of liquidity coming into the system. And skilled nursing also um, received some of that. So I think it was a combination of that. But then it was also there's a lot of regional um, smaller family offices, et cetera, that came in and, and really wanted to grow the business from an operational perspective. Um, so you had a, a chase um, for maybe not enough properties for sale and, and um, a lot more capital chasing those deals. So that's kind of where you had that price increase. And now here we are, um, and you think about, well, how can those prices increase that much with such a challenge with cash flow and occupancy? It's and a think, tough business, right? Yeah, what, are these people yeah, crazy? Yeah, right. And you, you have occupancy uh, challenges that entire time. But again, a big part of that was stimulus funds, right? Stimulus funds. And a lot of that came through to skilled nursing balance sheets. And then, of course, you had many of the operators and regional operators that are looking to grow their footprint and believe in the long-term um, viability of skilled nursing. So that's, that's also a play as well. So now the question is, where does pricing go from here? Yeah. And I think it's, it's really tough not to see an environment where pricing comes down, especially since cost of capital has increased um, so significantly and, and lending has tightened up as well. Okay. So it, it, I think that's what everybody agrees. It's going to come down probably just a question of how much and how fast. Fair to say? Well, and I, and I will also say it's, it sounds like there are some buyers that are still very aggressive as well on the pricing side. Yeah, I, I, I was just going to add that, that uh, I think this has been a forecast for a while. I don't know, a couple quarters or whatever. And we're saying, yeah, the price are coming down. And then somebody hits a deal that going, wow, that's still a pretty good price. Right. <laughs> okay. Let's turn to something that is probably unique to the skilled sector. We talked a little bit, a little bit about it uh, before we got on here. Uh, the cap rates. Uh, as you explained to me, that's a unique situation for skilled nursing, and it could be a positive perhaps. Can you explain a little bit? Yep. So for skilled nursing, as I think um, all of us know in the industry, cap rates at you know, 12 13%. They've been that way for, for decades, it seems. Um, so when you have that situation and you have a spread, you know, 13% cap rate versus, say, private pay seniors housing at 5 or 6%, right, that's a massive difference. Um, so when you think about the debt costs that have increased over the last year significantly, um, you still have a good spread on the, on the costs that you're paying from a debt perspective. Um, if you're getting you know, all in 80, 80% debt, um, you're still having a pretty good situation when you look at that debt cost versus a cap rate when you compare that to, say, private pay seniors housing or uh, apartments, et cetera. So when you have that gap, you still have uh, a viable investment potentially. Um, it's certainly every single deal is unique, but uh, when you look at skilled nursing and you look at those cap rates, it's a completely different situation than any other commercial real estate uh, asset. So score one for skilled nursing on the pro side. I think that's on the pro side. <laughs> and I think that's something that, um, you know, really is, is a positive from the perspective of liquidity um, because, you know, for years, skilled nursing and, and many other commercial real estate um, asset types, liquidity was plentiful for, for years. Um, so I still think that's, that's a factor when it comes to skilled nursing in terms of liquidity to keep coming into the marketplace. 
All right. Well, there you have it, folks. This is why we like to bring you people like Bill Kaufman. Uh, you get the insight like no place else. And Bill, really want to thank you for stepping in with us today. Bill's the senior principal at NIC, of course. And we'd like to thank you, too, for listening. Please subscribe to the McNice Newsmaker podcast wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for tuning in. This is Jim Berklin wishing you good health and outstanding days ahead. Thank you for listening to McKnight's Long-Term Care Newsmakers podcast. For the latest in long-term care news, visit McKnight's.com.